With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the winning streak is over. Yeah, that wasn't the night I wanted, that's for sure. Let's recap the losing card for you. In the National Football League, I got it wrong. Seattle just didn't have the offense to beat San Francisco. They couldn't get it going. We maybe had a chance before halftime, but the turnover set up the easy touchdown. And then the touchdown to start the second half, it was checkmate at that point, and we lose the wager. In college basketball, we go 2-2. Two and two. We cash on Chattanooga and Santa Clara. We lose on Wagner. They win by three. We laid seven there. And oh, by the way, I can't bet against Stony Brook for 30 days. Can't believe Stony Brook of all teams has beat me in back-to-back bets. But our day, unfortunately, was defined with the first game off the card. It was Elon. They get out to a 12-0 start. I'm so happy at that point. They're up 14 with 13 minutes to go. They lead for over 36 minutes of the basketball game. We had the plus five, and wouldn't you know, they lose by six. Oh, boy. Yeah, a two-unit loss for us. Had we won that game, we'd had our third straight winning day. But we lost the game, and we lose $218.18 for the day. Before we get to the picks for Friday, don't forget the better edge opportunity. I'm going to go to the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Yes, college football bowl games start today. It's a $20 opportunity. I'm going to move Troy from plus one to plus 11 if you want it. So that's your kind of gift wagering opportunity for the day. Then also on Better Edge, don't forget the Play Me or Fade Me challenge is up for week 15 in the National Football League. If you missed the Thursday night bet, that's not a bad thing. I lost half my bankroll on Seattle. A few other people lost their bankroll as well on Seattle or lost some of it anyway. So you'd be in fifth place right now if you join. Three games on Saturday, three different time slots on Sunday, plus Monday night. Plenty of opportunity to catch up still. $100 was added to the payout pool. It's currently at $155 to the winner. Once again, it's winner take all with a $5 entry. Now, let's get to the card for Friday, and we start with the FCS playoffs. They were good to us last week. We went 4-0 in the quarterfinals. We have one semifinal on Friday and the other semifinal on Saturday. We start with North Dakota State, minus the nine over Incarnate Word. So Incarnate Word and Sacramento State, well, they treated us to one of the most entertaining games of all year last weekend. IUW won the shootout 65-63 on the road. And yes, that's a football score, not a basketball score. Quarterback Lindsey Scott had just another day at the office, four passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. He has 68 touchdowns on the season. That's a career for most, of course. Their offense is absolutely amazing. The defense, well, not so much. Listen to these numbers. They gave up 49 first downs last week. 49, wow. 738 yards allowed. 333 yards allowed on the ground. Well, North Dakota State, they won and covered last week, but the ground game struggled with only 166 yards. They averaged just 3.5 yards per carry. 
But the week prior, North Dakota State had 453 yards rushing. I expect a number much closer to that tonight. Nine of the last 11 years have resulted in North Dakota State winning the national championship. A trip to Frisco is on the line at the Fargo Dome. It's playoff time. You know the rule, never bet against the Bison. I'm taking North Dakota State minus the nine. And a side note here, Sam Herter on Hero Sports, he also has North Dakota State winning this game by 11. It's always good when Sam and I agree. Next up, we got a college football. Once again, two bowl games today. Always challenging to figure out who wants it the most. We start with the Bahamas Bowl. It is UAB minus the 10 and a half over Miami of Ohio. So both teams are six and six. UAB has already hired Trent Dilfer, the former quarterback, as their next head coach. The Blazers went 0-5 in one-score games this year, losing those games by a combined 27 points. All six UAB wins were by double digits, so this team was oh-so-close to a really good season. UAB has a top-10 running game. Miami has the best run defense out of the MAC. Not sure what that says, though. Miami averaged 20 points per game, never scored more than 29 points per game in the MAC, though, a conference known for scoring. Both teams play at a slow tempo. The total is only 45. Ten and a half seems like a ton, but the Blazers had limited defections after the coaching change. I think they really, really want to end on a good note for the old staff. I'm struggling with MAC bets for the season, but I'm going to lay the ten and a half with UAB over Miami and hope I don't get backdoored late. I'm on the Blazers once again, minus the 10 and a half. Next up, we go to the Cure Bowl. It is UTSA minus the one over Troy. So I'm excited for this one. UTSA averages over 38 points per game. Troy's defense has held opponents to 17.5 points per game. So this is offense against defense. Both teams are 11 and two on the season. Troy has won 10 straight, and it would be 12 without that Hail Mary loss to App State at the very end. UTSA has also won 10 straight. They're a fun team to watch. They have a veteran quarterback, and they do have a little extra motivation in this game. They're attempting to win their first ever bowl game in program history. I know the Sun Belt was a much stronger conference overall than Conference USA, but I'm going to take offense over defense in Orlando. Beep, beep. I'm on UTSA minus the one over Troy. Next up, we got a college basketball, another small slate of games, so I kind of struggled to give four plays that I like. November 15th was the date. I wrote it down. Northwestern won at Georgetown by 12 points. I was forced to place myself on that dreaded 30-day suspension list to clear my mind, refocus, and regroup my handicap on the Hoyas before I could lose any more of my wife's money. So now, Friday is December the 16th. I'm back. It's Georgetown plus the 11 over Xavier. So the Hoyas, well, they were winless in the Big East last year. Tonight's the Big East opener and an opportunity to end that dreadful streak. Georgetown is just five and six on the season. Last time out, they lost by 19 at Syracuse. Xavier's eight and three on the year. They beat me over the weekend, winning by three at Cincinnati. At the plus two and a half, that one stung a little bit. The Musketeers average 83 points per game, so I do expect them to score. I have no statistical or X and O reason to back Georgetown at this point. However, this game had to be circled for Georgetown all offseason. It's their first opportunity to end the conference losing streak. Conference play is always a fresh start. I expect heart and guts from the Hoyas tonight. 
I'm on Georgetown, plus the 11 over Xavier. Next up, it's South Florida, minus the 11 over Dartmouth. So the big green of Dartmouth are four and eight on the season. They're one and four on the road and losers of three straight. Four of their losses, though, have been by single digits, so they've been respectable. Dartmouth is projected to finish seventh in the Ivy League this year. South Florida, meanwhile, they're projected to finish eighth in the American Conference. The Bulls started a dreadful 0-5 on the season, but now they're 4-6. Three of their four wins have been by 13 or more, so that's impressive. Their best win was last time out, winning by just three at Northern Iowa. In that game, they surprised me a bit. Against a good defense, they shot over 50%, and they hit 10 of 25 threes. They've been heating up behind the arc a little bit. Let's see if the hot shooting can continue at home tonight. I'm going to back the Bulls, minus the 11, over Dartmouth. Next up, we go back to the Big East. It is Creighton plus the four at Marquette. So Marquette has been a pleasant surprise. They're eight and three in the season. And how about their big win? It was over Baylor. They also have wins over Georgia Tech and Notre Dame. Their losses have been against the who's who of college basketball. Number one, an undefeated Purdue. Number 17, an undefeated Mississippi State. And a very good Wisconsin team ranked 22nd in the country. Creighton is learning life without the big man, and they've had plenty, or they had plenty of chances, I should say, to beat Arizona State this week. A very good team, by the way. They have five consecutive losses. Three of those have been by three or less. Creighton, though, still has enough talent to win this game. It's the first game in the Big East. I'm going to grab the four with the road team. I'm on the Blue Jays, plus the four at Marquette. Then the final game on the card, it is Manhattan, minus the three and a half over Central Connecticut. Yes, it was tough to find that fourth game for me. So it's been an interesting year for Manhattan. They fired their head coach on October the 25th. Yeah, just days before the season. They then lost their best player to the portal. Then they lost two more players to the portal. They're three and six on the season with three straight losses. Last time out, they lost by seven in overtime to Bryant without three key players. So not only did three transfer, but they got three hurt right now. But they still have some experienced talent to win basketball games. On the flip side, Central Connecticut, they're only 1-10 on the season. They're projected 6th in the Northeast Conference. Their lone win this year against Dartmouth. They've been competitive in several games, but just not enough to win. Manhattan is the better scoring team. Yes, they still have injuries, but they're the home team. So I'm going to lay the 3.5 for the Jaspers over the Blue Devils of Central Connecticut. So let's recap your card for a Friday. In the FCS semifinals, I'm on North Dakota State. Minus the nine over Incarnate Word. In your college football bowl games at the Bahamas Bowl, I'm going to lay the 10 and a half with UAB over Miami of Ohio. At the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, I'm on UTSA minus the one over Troy. Beep, beep. Then in college basketball, oh boy, I'm back at it. I'm on Georgetown plus the 11 over Xavier. I'm on South Florida minus the 11 over Dartmouth. I'm on Creighton. Without the big fella, plus the four at Marquette. And I like Manhattan, minus the three and a half over Central Connecticut. So that's your card for a Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.